You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 314. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Hello and happy Creative Thursday, such a special Creative Thursday today because we are welcoming new members into our expansive artist community. So yes, if you've been waiting to join us, then perfect timing. Today's the day. Head over to theexpansiveartist.com. And we can't wait to welcome you, give you a virtual hug and support you in all of your artist and art business dreams and get ready because I have a lot in store for you over the next couple of months in preparation for not only our virtual event that we host, Small Studio Sunday, that's happening in August, more details coming soon, but for the upcoming holiday sales season as well. So we're going to be doing a deeper dive into your email marketing, your online shop, getting that ready and prepared. And if you're like, oh, Marisa, I don't have those things ready. That's okay. I've got all the resources inside of the Expansive Artist to help you get started. And in fact, this month, we are also having a social media focused month. So as soon as you join us, you can jump in on that. I have an entire strategy. I have a 30-day strategy for you, a more advanced strategy and a strategy that I call a light strategy. So wherever you are on this journey, it's, it's, we, we cannot wait to support you. It is the right time to join us and In celebration of our opening today, I'm sharing with you three of our expansive artist members, uh, another session of our success stories. I will be sharing the story of Erwin Ong and Una Mars and Tracy Morell. And before I dive into our conversation with them, I know their stories are going to inspire you. I also just wanted to talk to you about a couple of topics that we mention in this episode, because after I share the stories in this recording, I also, if you want to stay on all the way to the end of the episode, I answer a lot of questions about the expansive artists. And so again, if you've been thinking about joining us, it might be really helpful for you. If you're meeting me for the first time and you're like, what's good, what's the expansive artist, Marisa, tell me more about it. What's going on in that community of yours? Again, stay on until the end and I answer those questions for you. And Right at this moment, like I said, over the next couple of months, we have a lot prepared for you. And when you join us as an annual member or a quarterly Red Dot Society member, which I'll explain what that is in just a moment, you will also be invited to two implementation workshops 
where again, we are doing a deep dive on email marketing and helping you build your online shop. So perhaps you don't have your shop yet, or you've gotten stuck somewhere in the the technicalities of that process, this would be a perfect time for you to join us because we're going to be helping you with that. Yes, down to the tech as well. So keep that in mind. Also, when you join us annually for any of our prior annual workshops, we have a special playlist for you. So you get access to those as well. And then the Red Dot Society, I just last quarter brought it back to host it every quarter. And last quarter, I made a shift in that when you join me for a quarterly small group coaching program, the Red Dot Society, you now automatically also become a member of the Expansive Artist and you get access to everything that you do as an Expansive Artist member, including those annual bonuses. So this is like the VIP version of the Expansive Artist. There are only 20 spots available and just a few that open up each quarter because we also invite current members to stay on with us. And we also then invite expansive artist members to jump in for the quarter. So you can join us for the quarter. You can be ongoing and continue to get that higher level of support. It's a more intimate container where you and I get to have a one-on-one laser coaching session every couple of weeks throughout the quarter. So of course, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me, send me a DM on Instagram at creative Thursday, email support at creative Thursday.com and we'll get you taken care of. And the doors close again on Tuesday, June, I'm like already fast forwarding us into July, June 27 at midnight or 11.59 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. So I can't wait again to welcome you. You will be in the company of these incredible artists, Erwin and Una and Tracy. We talk about how to trust yourself as an artist really and courageously say yes to opportunities that are just waiting for you, how to stop hiding and feel comfortable sharing your story, sharing yourself, your work, and how doing more of what you love can truly transform your life and your business. And also, you know, uh, Tracy really emphasized this as well. And I, I want to I want to emphasize this also, you know, there is just nothing better in life than even if it's been on the back burner, like it was for Tracy since she was a teenager, there's no time like the present to say yes to your passions as soon as you can. So you can really change your life. It's so powerful. And one, one moment of saying yes And in this case, if you happen to be saying yes to the expansive artist time and time again, I'm so honored to be a part of your journey and to be trusted as your mentor. And I just continually hear stories from our members of how life-changing this 
has been for them. And so more of those stories for you in my conversation with Erwin Ong and Una Mars and Tracy Murrell. And we have them all linked up in this episode so you can find them. And so without further ado, can't wait to see you in the Expansive Artists and enjoy my conversation with our Expansive Artists members. And also don't forget if you have additional questions, stay tuned all the way to the end so you can learn more about our wonderful community and how we can support you. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. All right, everyone, sorting out technical difficulties or not really <laughs> sorting out, let's see, sorting out headphones and, and sound and making sure all of this comes through okay for you. So welcome to what are now another installment. I love these installments of artist success stories. I don't know if you had a chance to tune into last week's podcast which was also a group of our expansive artist members who are sharing their stories with you. As I say time and time again, it's my favorite to listen to stories of people doing what I want to do, people who are doing what I do alongside me, and it's so inspiring. And so today, um, in honor of Sharon, too, I don't know if she's here today, but she just posted that she sold her work. And I have an official, not Aperol Spritz, but I have an official Prosecco today. I'm going all in. Uh, today, we are welcoming new members, excited to welcome new expansive artist members. And we're closing doors tonight so we can get on with all kinds of things we have planned. Uh, before August, especially for Small Studio Sunday. So cheers, everyone. I hope that you can hear me okay. And I will be I'll be sharing uh, some of our expansive artist members are coming on to share their stories with you. And uh, I will also be staying on afterwards to answer your questions. I know a number of you were sending me video ask messages this morning. So hopefully you are getting the messages I sent back. And I'll answer some of those questions here as well in case you have the same questions. All right. So I am excited to, before I I dive on or dive in, oh my goodness, <laughs> dive on, dive in. I don't know. I need a pool at this moment. Um, I'm hoping, Nico, can you hear me? Okay, I just want to make sure. The other day, uh, yes, okay. <laughs> the other day, I plugged my, or I unplugged my sound, it's happened twice, to plug another device into the computer, and I was like, oh, I never plugged in the microphone, even though it's turned on, so I want to make sure that it's all good. Okay, here we go. All right, I'm bringing our... First, uh, expansive artist up. Hello, Erwin Ong. Great to have you with us. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Can you hear me okay? I can, yes. <laughs> okay, awesome. Hi. It's so good to see Hi. everyone. 
Uh, it's great to have you. And uh, real quick, tell us where you're joining from. I know you're squeezing this in. I really appreciate it. And uh, joining us from being out and about, no snow. Are you? You're in upstate New York, yes? Yeah. So just in Westchester, so just north of New York City. Um, so it's actually really nice out here today. It's like in the seventies. Just looking at the oh, temperature wow. here. Yeah. So um, not. Uh, I think this is. Uh, warmer than expected but you know we're taking advantage i'm in a t-shirt um running some of my errands yeah so well i just so, dropped off some artwork actually at a, at a show so uh, but tell we can us get into about, more. yeah tell, tell us <laughs> in what is happening well and we're I'm diving saying, right in yeah what well, i was trying to remember erwin did i meet you through a profitable artist challenge or did you come in through sell a piece of art when did we first met over a year ago? Yes. Yeah. Our first meeting was through Profitable Artists, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So maybe two or three rounds ago. I forget. It was the beginning of the year sometime, whenever you would have run it in January. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. where were you, speaking of painting, paint a picture for us. Where were you at at that time? What were you looking for what kind of support were you needing where were you with your art business and and before you dive into that if you share with us the kind of art that you make as well sure sure so i am primarily um i draw a lot so it's all uh pen and paper and my designs are a lot of a character-based work so very similar to the stuff that you can see marisa makes you know with um, but instead of the um, the rabbits and the, the the horses and the creatures that Marisa makes, I draw primarily. Uh, oh, you so. draw underwater pictures. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. So, so cool. um, and I've expanded. I usually do drawings, but I've expanded to do some. I'm trying to do more murals and a lot of like 3D type things. So like objects, whether they be 3D printed or stuffed toys or more like cardboard sculptures. Um I try to explore that as much as I can, but the work is primarily um, ink on paper for now. And uh, so when I first uh, joined you with the Profitable Artist, I was about, so that would have been what, like a year and a half, two years into COVID at that point. We've been sort of going through lockdown. Um, I had made the decision early on in lockdown to sort of focus um, on trying to make art a full-time source of income so um but right now you know i do have a a day job where i work in social media so i do social media con consulting production um things like that um for um financial institutions and for tennis tournaments and it's very niche but we can talk about that another time <laughs> and um so i just thought that it uh, it wasn't really feeding my soul and so i was like how do i make the art part work in a way that's um, uh, very smart, right? From a financial strategic standpoint. And that had been, I, I was never trained in that even when I was you know, doing my other work, I was freelancing when I was doing social media, but it was never a thing that I approached from a very sound financial um, uh, perspective. And of course I, I wasn't, you know, my, my artwork wasn't gonna, magically just turned into something financially sound because I didn't have any um, training in it. And that is what um, 
but that is the reason why I signed up for your course. Um, and it really opened up a lot of things for me, um, just mentally from a place from. Oh, we lost Erwin entirely. Well, maybe he will um, pop back on in just a moment and we'll um, we'll get him back. And uh, in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, you can stare at a small chihuahua who is snoring loudly in the background. Pepita is with us today. All right. Back. Uh, back to Erwin is back. Here he is. <laughs> Hello. I'm, apologies. That's okay. I have a feeling that with the phone, sometimes my phone will just, if you have a sleep setting, it will just put it, it'll put you to sleep, even if you're on a yeah. Zoom or something. So that yeah. might be what's no, happening. I'm like tapping the screen. So <laughs> apologies. Um, okay. But just to, to wrap it up real quick. Yeah, I think it, it really helped me um, just make better decisions. You know, all the reflecting that we were doing about um, your how I want, how I see my career in a couple years, how I what kind of money I want to be making in a couple years, how I want to spend my artistic energy, my creative energy. I think that all really helped just make me think in a different way, right? In a more practical way, in a, in a smarter way. I think we're all always thinking, right? I think. Uh, Marisa, you talk about this all the time, like the shiny squirrel syndrome. We, we have all these amazing, great ideas, but I think you have helped me um, narrow down the focus so that I can actually see some of those ideas through, but then also in, choose the projects that can make me financially, um, you know, in, in a place that I want to be. Yeah. No, and it's yeah. really, uh, you have such fun characters and I can see, I can see too, my shiny squirrel syndrome is like, ooh, Erwin could do this and he could do this and he could do this. <laughs> so where has it, and where has the journey led you to today where you're dropping art off? Where are you dropping art off, by the way? Did you say it was a show that's coming up? Yeah, yeah. So there's, uh, I've, so I moved to my uh, to where I live now about a year and a half ago. And before that, I was living in New York City. And when I moved here to Westchester, I made it a point to try to um, be more proactive about um, meeting the creative community out here. Because I didn't really do that too much when I was in Brooklyn. And by the time I started to think about it, COVID happened and, you know, just it wasn't going to happen. And so I've just been doing, just putting myself out there more. And I think partly I had um, earned or sort of grown the confidence from just all of the the exercises that we have done about, you know, just thinking about embodying being an artist, right? Thinking about your skill as something that's natural, so, you know, forcing us to, or not forcing, but asking us to share our work on social media, you know, thinking about the the ways that we can share our work authentically with our friends and our families and our followers. I just took that a step further and said, I'm going to use that to connect with my community here in Westchester. And so that's led me to um, applying for group shows, um, you know, applying for um, calls for local artists to um, uh, participate in creating public art 
Like I had a mural that was approved by our city last year that I installed back in October. So just there's all these little um, things and I was just planting the seed and it just now is all sort of I'm reaping the 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 benefits from from having done all of that over time. And what's an example of that? And I, by the way, I did hear that almost, I'm forcing you. (laughs) (laughs) I force you. If you join the advance of artists, I force you to use social media. (laughs) No, No, I mean, you talked about this yesterday. I gently nudge and encourage. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, you talked about this yesterday, that you, it has to be consistent, right? So it, there, even, and, and I think that's part of it too, is that there was a lot of resistance for me in the beginning about like, oh, do I have the right portfolio? Do I have the right kind of work? Am I qualified enough to even call myself an artist, let alone have someone else say, oh, you are, I'm going to take your work. And a lot of it was just like, it, it just, I just did it. You know, whatever I was feeling that day, maybe I really hated what I was doing for my day job or whatever it was. I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to go do this. And then as as I got more yeses or, or even just feedback, and it felt like I was naturally becoming part of just the artist ecosystem, the easier it was for me to take that next step. Actually, I'll tell you one story um, at the very beginning. This was the big um, sort of breakthrough is um, I was I saw an ad on Facebook that said um, there was going to be a big arts festival here in White Plains where I am. We're looking for artists to submit proposals for things they want to do. We'll have gallery spaces, we'll have places for murals, you can do sculptures, you can do dance, whatever you want, you know, submit a proposal. And I'd been thinking a long time for years about seeing my art on a mural. And maybe I'd mentioned it to you, to Marisa, I'm sure in our our chats. And I was like, you know what, this might be my chance to do it. Because I'd already sort of been thinking about designs, I'd mocked my art up on, on murals in Photoshop, just to sort of like give myself some sort of a you know, put it on a vision board, things like that. And so I emailed the the organizers. The deadline, of course, was the day after I saw the ad. So I had one day to put my, this proposal together. And I looked at the application and it said, okay, you need an artist CV, you need an artist statement, you need a proposal. And I'd never, I didn't even know what those things are, right? I'd never applied for anything in this capacity. And so I emailed them and I said, oh, you know, it was a community arts organization. I was like, do you have any, someone I can talk to real quick? You know, maybe just served as a mentor advisor, just basic questions. I want to set myself up for success when I apply. I don't want to look like a fool. Can you connect me with someone? And the woman who wrote me back, very nice, but very short message. All she said, you'll be fine. Do your best. And I was like, oh, okay. And you know what? What's the worst that can happen? I'm going to do my best. So at that point, I pulled up Google. I said, how do you write an artist statement? What is in an artist CV? All that stuff. And slowly I put it together. My husband helped me out a little bit. We, we He helped me fill in some gaps when there was a section about exhibits and shows you've been in. And so there were actually some that I had done in the past that I forgot to include. So it turned out to be like a nice one page and I didn't have to fudge with the margins too much or, you know, blow up the line spacing or the, the font. So it, everything looked good. And I just spoke from the heart and they accepted the proposal. The proposal. They were like, we're going to give you $2,500 to paint this mural. This is it. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Like, and that, after that point, 
that was really the most sort of empowering thing for me was feeling validated by an institution, right? To know that I can, as an artist, they see me as an artist, right? That that can be paid, that can, you know, that they can depend on to produce the work. They like the work. They didn't make any changes to the work that I that I submitted. So I think that, and, and then so then from there, I was like, okay, what other proposals can I do? What other shows can I get into? Um, I can call myself an artist now. You know, I have this mural that I can talk about. So it really just helped feed um, the confidence and sort of the workflow of being, uh, of, of, of sharing my work um, with both my followers and people I have yet to, to, to meet. That's so exciting, Erwin. As I, as often, as is often the case when I get to chat with you in this way, I'm like, what? Wait, the mural went up. It's already happening. That's so exciting. Oh my yeah. goodness. And it's reminding me that we need a mural panel. We have a number of EA members who painted murals. That's something I've always wanted to do as well. And so I haven't even thought through the process of, applying for that, you know, with the more traditional artist application. So we have to add that to the list, an EA uh, mural panel. Uh, I'm curious, you know, I know, I know how, how this evolves in that it's always so wonderful when we do get that acknowledgement. And I know for myself, and I'm curious if it was the same for you, you know, what was it? Very specifically, do you remember? So you saw that ad, but what made you feel confident to say, yes, you know, I'm going to do this? And is that something that you would have felt confident doing in the past? What was that turning point for you in terms of your own confidence? Mm, I, so in a previous sort of career, I worked in, um, or even as part of my social media work, I guess, um, I'm basically like a freelance, I, I wear the freelance hat already. So it's not like, I don't really get scared about like email, pitching people, sending cold emails, asking questions, you know, like um, reaching out. Um, so the baseline for me is a little different, right? Like the, the and so that led me to email the organization and say, you know, I'm looking, I'm interested in applying. Can I, you know, can you help me out? What's, what are, what are the tips? I've never done this. I'm totally green. Um, so for me, the, the, the biggest, um, what changed was when they wrote back and said, just do your best. Really, that's what it was because everything had been simmering already. Like I, mm -hmm. I wanted to do a big public sort of mural. I knew I wanted to be more invested in the city that I had just moved into. Um, and this just seemed like the perfect opportunity for me to at least, like, why not, right? Um, and so it was just all those little things. Like, I, I happened to see the ad. I wrote back. She wrote me back, you know, before the deadline, right, within 24 hours. And then she just said, just do your best. Yeah. And I think maybe if I were in a different position, if I were in a different mood, I would have said, oh, it, it, I could have interpreted it as, like, a flippant response from her. Yeah. Just being like, oh, just do your best. I don't care. Like, do what you need to do. But yeah. I decided, for whatever reason, to interpret that as what what is there to you know what I don't have anything to lose. Yeah. I'll oh, just I do love. My best. I love that you brought that up because we were just talking about that and sell a piece of art. How much of 
we, how much of the stories we tell ourselves are interpretations and are those interpretations actually helping us on our artist journey or, or are they hurting us? And when you think about when it comes down, it truly is all those little moments come together, right? They always say luck is when opportunity meets preparation. And I a hundred percent agree with that. You do all these little things, you know, even the way that you're, you're saying that you were mentally envisioning what this would look like and wanting to create that and having this desire to connect with your community. And then, and then the opportunity comes and there's always this choice. It's, it's so, it can come down to this yes or no, like you see the ad. And I know so often, I really always appreciate this when members meet, meet me for the first time, it might be through an ad, you know, and it changes the entire trajectory of their art business, their art career, their belief in themselves. And so you see it and you say yes or no. And then again, you're in this position where, you chose to interpret that because the way you told the story, I instantly loved this person. (laughs) And I was like, they have full faith in you. That's how I felt. (laughs) So, you know, how nice it is to interpret it that way and then follow through on the steps that you took, which good for you for taking action like that and so quickly and just doing it. You know, Mm -hmm. now it's, it's always practice for the next time. And now, yes, how wonderful as you're going out there in the world to be like, oh, and by the way, my art's right here. You know, it's on a mural. Someone trusted me to put it on a building. Yeah. 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 And just once that barrier, once I broke that barrier, it just made it so much easier for me. I felt so much more confident about speaking about my art, right? In a way, and that's, then I was projecting a different energy because then the people who could, who might, you know, just the people I run into now see me as just an artist who who makes work, right? And so it's a little bit also of like a, um, visualizing, right? So I was starting to talk about my art in a different way myself as, you know, I was talking about my, I was incorporating being an artist more into my identity in my daily life. And so that was also bringing different opportunities to me, right? And so then it's just, like you said, it's, the, the the luck the opportunity it's all it's all um there's a lot there's a lot happening yeah, <laughs> no. all, all, all good all good so now it's yeah. like I, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm adjusting to a new normal almost where the oh, opportunities okay. are now here and so that's the level where I'm at now it's like okay and then the things that you have taught us are even more important because now there are I can make choices and say how do I want to craft my year what kinds of projects do I want? I now know how to do these projects. And these projects are potentially available to me, right? With people collaborating with me. So where do I spend my time? What's going to make me the money that I want? How am I going to spend my time in a way that's fulfilling to me creatively? And also, you know, can afford me to spend time with my family, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to hear that the snowball is is growing. So what is next on the horizon for you? Um, well, I do have, um, another mural that I'm working on. Um, it was part of another grant that I had, um, applied for, uh, uh, through, through the county. So that's going to be, um, a, a big thing for me because there's also some community workshop components. So I'm going to be teaching oh. <laughs> the workshop, which I don't <laughs> really your teach. Face. 
I think you'd be a wonderful teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you. Yeah. Um, so then that's like a new experience and I'm, I'm very excited to sort of like add that to my resume a little bit, you know, whether or not I do more after this, who knows, but, um, you know, I think it's a not, it's one of the streams of income that always comes up, right? Like artists can naturally can teach. So it's like, why not explore that? Um, and then I have these these shows, so I'm producing a lot of original work, um, and uh, I'm uh, planning out my um, holiday sort of collections as far as, so I, I didn't speak about this, Marisa, you know this, but um, in case people, folks don't know, I also um, do some surface design, so my illustrations, my designs go on greeting cards, art prints, um, I have some uh, some repeat patterns that I have. Um, and I just have some uh, products that I want to create in time for the holidays that I'm going to start working on pretty soon. That's exciting as well. And I know we get to work together in the Red Dot Society this quarter. So I'll get to uh, catch up with you there also and uh, help you see this quarter through. Wow, lots of things are... <laughs> Yeah, so and great. so I'm super excited about the virtual assistant because I know, um, yes. <laughs> or I'm, and that you know, I, I there's some stuff I can delegate, so I'm ready to do that. Oh yeah, great. Yes, I know. I'm keeping you in mind for that for sure. And what would you share with someone who is? Growing in confidence as an artist, and certainly, you know, maybe thinking about diving in and being a part of our community and investing in themselves in a new level. What what would you, what bit of guidance or advice or recommendation would you offer to someone who is in that place of their artist journey? I was while well, I was listening to your your chat yesterday. I was sort of thinking about this question. And it's, I feel a little weird, like being sort of on the other side of the fence, being like, oh, this is so easy, you can do it, right? But I think a lot of us, and even me in the past, have struggled with getting, earning that confidence and getting it, right? Like it's sort of, but all I can say is that you just, a, a, a little bit of it is just like trusting in the, trusting that what you're doing is going to get you to where you want to go but you have to come from a place of like positivity and just yeah, positivity. Like our, specifically yesterday you were talking about like you, you, we, sometimes people get in their own way, right? Because you're scared of um, what others might think about your art or you're not ready to make the financial investment. You know, some of those fears, like you said, are valid, but I think at some point you have to um, trust a little bit and take some risks. And I'm not saying like risks that will like, you know, destroy you financially or whatever. But I think even like sending an email that you didn't want to send, that could feel risky to you, right? Like, oh, I, what, what are they going to think? Or posting on social media, like what is that person going to think? But I think at some point, if we are going to be artists that are make, doing this as a business and just being artists in general, we have to have our work go out to the world and that work will be interpreted. And at some point you're not gonna have control over that art anymore because you know however how other another person interacts with your art might not be how you wanted to interact with your art. Um so yeah, I think just 
trust in trust in your your skill and um stay positive awesome i hope Great. that's okay <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, yeah. I'm rambling, but like, yeah, I think it's just, yeah, you just gotta be, gotta be positive. You can't be afraid. Can't be afraid. Yes. Yeah. I, I think risk is just, and sure, you know, we always say there are varying levels of risk, but being in business is a risk, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, you, you learn to, to be wise about the risks that you take and you always are doing it from a place of trust versus fear that it may not work out what if it does work out and and just you know having that belief in what is possible and and really keeping it going as as much as you can even on the days where you might care what somebody thinks and so much of this as you're saying that I'm like it so much of what we do in life, life, uh, especially then online, it's so tied into what somebody thinks of us. And that's really irrelevant because someone's going to have an opinion depending on what kind of mood they're in. And so they're just right. going to, you know, we talked about interpretation. They're just going to interpret something in a way that you may not mean it or you, you know, you may they may interpret your art a certain way. And it's just, it's quite phenomenal when you realize how we can all have different versions of the same experience. And so once you kind of accept that, which it takes a minute, but then you can just move forward in in the freedom of being yourself, of tapping into your own, you know, optimism and belief in what's possible and, you know, staying connected with people who understand that it's really inspiring for me just to talk with you today. You know, even though I, I lead the expansive artists, I appreciate so much to be in a virtual room with artists who understand what it is that I want to do and try to do. And and I put myself out there in all of those ways too, and take next steps. And it's so uh, inspiring for the momentum of all to be reminded of those messages. So I really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, we'll have to talk tennis. I'm thinking about diving back into tennis. <laughs> I see your t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> There's yeah, a so club a... here in LA and I used to play competitively in high school. And uh, oh, one of my friends was like, you got to do it. And I'm like, I think I might have to. So anyway, <laughs> on a side note, well, Erwin, I know you've got to get back to uh, dropping your pieces at a show. Congratulations. And I really, again, appreciate you taking time to come and join us and um, look forward to working with you and everyone who's joining Expansive Artists. Meet Erwin. Um, You'll get to connect with him more there as well. And where can we find you on Instagram so everyone can see those super fun characters that you make? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at duckamuck. So that's D-U-C-K-A-M-U-C-K. yeah. And um, you can also find me on, uh, I think if you search for me on our circle, um, right, you can just do a search for my name. Yeah, Erwin um, Ong. Me. And you're, are you uh, a Duckamuck as your website as well? Uh, yeah. So for Instagram, it's Duckamuck, but the website is a Duckamuck. So A D U C K A M U C K dot com. Um, and I have more um, information there as well. But um, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's where you can find me. Um, feel free to DM me, say hello if you have any questions about um, either the membership or just you know 
stuff in general. I'm 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 pretty good with responding to DMs. Um, and Marisa, I just wanted to just say real quick to um, and I maybe I didn't touch on this earlier, but the community that you've created for us has been um, super valuable to me. Um, you know, I think that you, we hear folks talk about how um, you you really have to surround yourself with um, the people that share the same mindset that you have and goals that you have and that that can help um, take you to wherever it is you need to go. So I think our group here, we're all um, uh, super creative. We're making time for our art and we're trying to to better ourselves. And I think um, I've, I've gained a lot from um being even virtually like you said but just having that energy and keeping everything in the back of mind that we're all trying to just make our art businesses you know flourish yeah it's been been valuable um so i'm always so so glad to hear that so thank you for sharing that with me and uh yes onward (laughs) onward more to come so thank you again erwin and uh i'll see you soon okay Thanks, Marisa. Bye, everyone. I love these conversations so much. Without further ado, we will keep going. I'm going to uh, bring Una on to join us. Hey, Una, good to see you. And uh, similar to Erwin, I love our our panel today, our group of artists. It, we really are global. So where are you joining us from today? And thank you for joining us because I know it's a little later for you. I appreciate yeah, it. It's uh, 9.40 in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I am in, in England. I am um, near London and uh, I am from Italy. But I've been living here for about 13 years. And tell us, because you are, you are the only artist I know who does the kind of work that you do. It's so uh, special. What is your medium that you work in? So I do, um, let's say, origami art. Um, I have the uh, necklace. It's, um, so it's made in paper and uh, it's folded paper, origami. And uh, I can see in the back, I do like with, kind of pyramids that are like a little bit 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's mirrored. <laughs> this, well, and, and so all these hearts are made of the pyramids that are about this shape. So they come out a little bit, they do shade, shadow, depending on, on the light on it. So it's a little bit 3D. Oh, they're they're just gorgeous. So it's it's origami pyramids so you make it out of paper first and then you're assembling it onto a canvas primarily right not wood panel but canvas yeah these are all canvases and they are um they're glued to the, to the canvases they're um, in patterns and uh this one <laughs> this one here is a print of a photo of that one but this yeah. is kind of 3d and that's it that's a print. <laughs> yeah. And you made a calendar this year for the first time as well, using yeah. the art that you're, that you're uh, creating. So I do remember, I remember you very specifically one year ago going through sell a piece of art. I was so excited for you to be a part of it. And I know that you have often shared within the group, you're, you're very good at 
taking note of how far you've come. I mean, I know that I sort of force you all to do that too with like Thursday thrills and, you know, sharing our wins. We just did it and sell a piece of art again uh, this week. It's my favorite, right? But you will you will automatically just come and say, you know, I used to be, as an example, uh, I'll hand it over to you. You know, I used to be afraid to do video or go live on video. And now here I am. So when you think about this year, similar to the question I had for Erwin, where were you one year ago versus where are you now? Where were you one year ago? What were you looking for help with and support? And Yeah, one year ago, I... Um, so I had a, a whole year of exhibitions, um, and actually I didn't sell any everything. I was like loving to go to the city and uh, you know having the exhibition, the inauguration, and, and all that stuff. But actually, I, I was clueless on how to sell my, my art, and. Uh, and so I decided to stop the exhibitions in February last year. And then I was like, <laughs> and then what should I do? And so I found a sell, sell a piece of art. I said, oh, okay, this, this maybe <laughs> will help me. And uh, I think, yeah, I was already posting on, um, on social media, but I wasn't asking for the sale. I was, my pricing were kind of random. <laughs> um, so really like, yeah, like, I learned a lot from you, and uh, and the other thing when I entered in the in the expansive artist, uh, I really realized that I have to take pictures of my art, and uh, that's very valuable uh, to, to to be able to do prints and other products out of it. And um, and I didn't see that any anywhere else actually. And uh, the importance of having a mailing list as well. <laughs> I was like. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I I received a lot, but I didn't know how to do my own. How to do an email. <laughs> yeah. Now you have your list. I know I'm on it and you're a regular emailer. Very good subject lines. <laughs> Very creative. And that's, these are all, and you go, do you go live once a week? Did you say now on your yeah. Instagram? So, yeah, so actually, um, yeah, I, I was in the Red Society with you. In, um, and so I decided, you, you were saying, uh, choose a date. So I decided on the date in October and I opened my website and I started the mailing list. So the email once a week. And then, uh, um, and then I was, I had resistance of being on video. And uh, an opportunity came out, someone, someone from Instagram told me, can you do some videos for us explaining how to do crafts with uh, paper? So I did it and I said, well, okay, now I can go live because, <laughs> and I had a lot of resistance. I was like, I don't like the way I look. I have to re-record re it. And, and, um, and so from November last year, I'm going live every week as well. And uh, it's, it's helping me as well because <clears throat> well, I'm doing a little bit like the selling channel. <laughs> so I say, I have the prints out, click here to go to the page. <laughs> Good <Other> job. <laughs> <laughs> you went from sell a piece of art last year to <laughs> now it's just part of your part of your weekly video. Yes. Yeah. And um, and, and plus I'm, I'm, I'm sharing more personal stuff 
And actually the thing you were asking me earlier on, I just talked about it in my last video, last live. And it was about like that I was hiding before and now I came out of a hiding. And um, I didn't know why I was hiding. I thought I was just uh, shy. But actually, uh, because I, I really started to meditate and to try to find modalities to kind of change my personality. And I found out that I really had a, a trauma and it was, I was hiding before because of the trauma I had when I was two years old. I heard a bomb going off and it's a bomb that killed many people. I, so I was really like in a state of terror sometimes that would make me hide. And, uh, and one of the things would be that I will not show my face on Facebook, like my profile picture was, uh, there was no face, like I wouldn't show my face. It, it was like this <laughs> in the picture. So, um, so little by little I found out about this and um, I could overcome it and now I'm okay. Wow. But uh, <laughs> it took lots of, uh, and, and because I was so small, I, I wouldn't remember. I really kind of deleted it from my memory. Uh, so yeah, it was, uh, and, uh, and uh, little by little, I could talk about it. And uh, like just last week, I could talk about it on the live. And there were a couple of people there who commented live. It was nice. Wow. This is, how did you, well, I'm thinking of a couple of things here. You know, I've been talking a lot about how the process of us creating our art is ultimately how we market it and sell it. In the example of every time we step out of our comfort zone first to raise our hand and say, yes, we're artists, and then having the courage to maybe go into a group, like sell a piece of art and they like, yes, or be submitting to exhibitions or murals like Erwin was talking about. And then, you know, to, to begin going, if you are going on live video or even participating like you are today and sharing your story here, each time that is asking us to grow in a new way. And there is, I was talking about this yesterday too, and your story is such a beautiful example of this discovery that we make through the process of becoming artists and, and becoming artists and then add on a whole other level when we decide to become professional artists. It asks us to show up in a way that I have found when I don't resist it is very healing for me and it helps me grow. And then when I share that journey and even the story that you just shared with us, thank you. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for trusting us with that. When I, when I do that, it's, it has this uh, ripple effect on whomever might come across that story at some time to feel like, Oh, wow. You know, maybe something has happened to me at one point that, has caused me to retreat in life or, you know, in a situation like that, do you, were, how did you discover that? Is that something that you then worked with in therapy or was it truly through this process of seeking to understand why you might feel like you're hiding that has helped you to come to that awareness that's been so transformative? For me, it, it took years because, uh, First thing, I was working corporate, and I was really busy, busy, busy. 
and I had my my children as well. So I was like with two small children, commuting three hours a day, working, wow. coming back. There was no no time to think. Then I had uh, the opportunity to to stop working for a while, and I started like slowing down. <clears throat> and so I started to say, "Well, okay, I actually, what would would I like really to do?" And I started to watch all these videos and I, I discovered Bruce Lipton who talks about the, a lot about the subconscious mind and uh, how we are programmed and uh, uh, it's the subconscious beliefs that kind of run our our life, <laughs> the majority of our life. And so from that, and, and I say something like, you can change your limiting beliefs in five minutes. How? How? <laughs> and I found Psyche, that is modality to change subconscious beliefs and there, and there are courses in London. So I went to the courses and I was, and I did change things. I had experiences like, it's like you say, like, for example, you, you, you just reprogram your mind with some kind of statement, like I, I am successful and you reprogram your mind. You have a technique to do that. But actually if there is something else, it can be all related, it can take time. You can reprogram it for a little while or go back and things like that. And um, and so I I ended up after a few months being stuck again and thinking, well, okay, there is a few things here that I can't change. And one was that I wasn't driving, even though I had my driving license for for a long time, but I I, I don't know, I was kind of scared of driving. And, uh, um, And so I found out the the book Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Jody Spencer. And that talks about addiction to emotion. It says that people are addicted to emotion, that we are kind of all addicted to emotions. So, for example, we can be addicted to guilt. So, in a sense, our body wants to feel the guilt all the time. Mm-hmm. So, it puts itself in situations like that. I was like, yeah, guilt, yes, shame. <laughs> or stress, or I do really well with adrenaline. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, anger, being, uh, oh, oh, they did that again. There's some people who want, but we are not, it's it's in the subconscious still. So, or suffering and complaining, uh, things like that. So actually to start to go out of this, the method that Dr. Dispenser does, it's meditation. And he has his techniques, his kind of meditation. So after about a year of doing those kind of meditations, my life started to change little by little. And uh, and then I went to the retreat and I had uh, this experience where I felt the terror, but I didn't have any image in my mind because I didn't have a memory about it. And uh, I did. And it's like I stayed with the terror for a few minutes. I was crying and then I, uh, I, I just felt so well. I, I overcame the terror and I felt super well and it was gone. And I was like a different person from then on. Like, uh, and, and that's what Dr. Jody Spencer says. Um, you have to overcome the emotion and you can kind of change your personality. It's like uh, you're a different person in a sense. But actually what I was really looking for is that I seen my photos from when I was a, a child and I looked, um, and I looked happy and um, outgoing until two years old and from three years old on I looked shy and I had glasses on I I started to wear glasses at three years old so there was a change in personality there so I knew that 
from the photos. But I didn't remember it because uh, it was all out of the memory. Yeah. So actually, I still do the meditations. I, I still have other stuff to, to work on. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it's ever done. I don't yeah. think it's ever done when we start down a path of healing and personal development. And I know for you as an artist, and that's such a beautiful part of your story too, and why all of this is is particularly relevant, is that you have a passion to help and connect through healing and using your art, you know, as as part of that connection point. Um, realizing too, as artists, that the energy, you know, I saw someone write about this so uh, beautifully recently that when you're purchasing someone's original work, especially you get the accompanying energy, you know, of the art that you're, you're getting that accompanying energy in the art and that sometimes we're attracted to work and we're not even entirely sure why, but there's something within, you know, aside from the surface of, yes, we respond to this, we like it, but there's something in that art that we are receiving as well. And so this, again, your story and the process you've gone through illustrates so beautifully what is coming with you in the message that you're sharing through your emails and your videos, and then also with the art and the jewelry, the wall art and the jewelry that you're creating. It's really, makes it really special. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, right. So, um, um, like there was, uh, uh, and uh, like with this work I did with meditations, there was an opening on my heart, and I started to be a, a healer as well. And I really like had some kind of intuition of putting the healing into the art and intention. And um, and I struggled with how to communicate that as well for a long time. But recently, and it was with um, art for selling as well. The, um, understanding who is my collector and who am I talking to uh, actually recently I I found out a, a charity who puts art like that what they do they put art in a mental health uh, hospitals for example they really do like murals and uh, other things and I really like when I read that they were looking for someone, I really started crying. I said, oh my God, this is more like. Yes, I remember. Really what we would like to do. Wow. Yeah. How perfect. And, and I had to do a video. It wasn't a CV to send. Or you had to do a video for this application. So I was like, hey, I'll be with this. <laughs> you were ready. It was like all the practice that you've been doing this whole year has queued you up for that. Wow. Yeah. And actually, Exciting. I didn't have that, post, that that position because it was like specific to be a trustee in the in the charity. But I, I had a couple of emails uh, answering, like, let's keep in touch, let's keep in touch. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to do art with them, and uh, and that would be great. Yeah, yeah. You're re reminding me that I was talking about this yesterday. You know, where do we envision our art? And you're reminding me that someone purchased a whole bunch of my art and put it in a children's hospital. And they had sent me the photos because so often when I've gone through things, I'm like, why isn't the art better in here? It would just make, it would make this whole process that's either very scary or super uncomfortable or very sad. You know, it would just uplift the space and 
can't, you know, we don't, we aren't always thinking about how far our art might reach uh, beyond, you know, in my studio or in someone else's home or their living room, but it can have this life far beyond what we originally imagined for it that can just make such a difference for people. So I really appreciate you sharing all of that with us. And I, I ask you the same question, you know, thinking about where you are now, uh, this person that your confidence has grown, you're finding your path as to how your very unique art is going to have an impact in this world. And what would you share with someone who maybe is where you were a year ago, kind of figuring some of this out and wanting to commit to their dream further of, you know, turning this into their profession. I was thinking about it when I, I heard the... Yeah. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I was thinking like that the more you do what you you like, you, you feel good doing. And normally as artists, we feel good when we do our art. And the more like we are in touch with our intuition and we do this, the right steps, we choose the right thing, the right next next step. And uh, and for me, like finding finding your um, the expansive artist and, and what you do, it really helped me to go on to the next step. I really had a lots of um, lo- lots of help to say, yeah, this is the right direction for me. And I think um, that yeah, for, for for anybody, like the more they are in touch with um, what they make them feel good and for an artist is making more of their art and the more they they will choose the right way and um and like every time you put out a video i I find this is what i need now (laughs) it's so exciting right (laughs) good timing (laughs) yeah it's exciting to share what we make and uh yeah I mean, that's how I built everything too, is just making something, being excited about it, telling my story. And it's it starts to come together in ways that we might have envisioned. And then there's this other magic that starts to happen that, you know, you you like Irwin, and I wanted to highlight this point as well. You treat social media in the way that he was talking about, you know, wanting to connect within his community and because you're also always sharing with us how you make new friends and you're connecting with people because they've seen your video or you've reached out to them and just, you know, really for all of this, remembering that that so much of what we do is about connection and uh, not making it, not making it more than that. You know, it's connection through the gifts that we have to share, which in our case happens to be art um, in a variety of disciplines and, so I am, um, I'm grateful for you. Thank you for being here and being a part of our community and always uh, being so willing to be open and share your journey. I know it's inspired uh, artists in our community throughout the year to see you grow as well. So thank you. And uh, I continue thank to you. look forward to see what's coming <laughs> for you. Exciting. Thank you. Bye bye, everyone. Yeah. Oh, Una, where can we find you? I know uh, Nico oh, yeah. dropped your link there. Where can, we, where can we follow you and find your beautiful art and join your list? Yeah, on um, 
uh, on Instagram, it's una.mars, so um, una M-A-R-Z. And uh, my website is unamars.com, so it's unamars.com. Yes, and we can join your email list there, right? <laughs> Yeah, at the at the moment, wait, uh, wait. I, I go to see back, but at the moment it's on the links in uh, in Instagram because yeah. I do I, I did like um, I have to put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as it's somewhere, we're good. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere. It's it's on Instagram. <laughs> Una knows I I kid I tease and I'm like, where's that email list link? <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Una. Wonderful to have you with us. Thank you. All right. We're almost at the top of the hour. Thank you for staying with me. I have another guest artist who is joining me now. And then I will also be on to answer questions for you about joining the expansive artist. I see, uh, I wish I could see your name and welcome you, but I know I will. I just became an EA annual. Awesome. I love it. And you signed up for EA annual as well. We have a lot of annual members. I think those bonuses are exciting for you, right? We're going to really do a deep dive uh, this year. And it's just nice to know that we, we'll get to work together for the year and have a lot to look for forward to. So welcome. I'm excited to have you. And I'm bringing up Tracy Murrell. Hey, Tracy. It's good to have you. (laughs) Hi. And where are are you joining us from on the other side of the globe? (laughs) I'm in rural New South Wales in Australia. And for me, it's quite early in the morning. I had to get up at half past five to do this. So, so we appreciate look, you extra. <laughs> <laughs> You're still looking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> I had to get up half past five, so I had a cup of tea. Otherwise, I really would have looked asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I cheers you. So tell us uh, a little bit about the art that you make. And you're also uh, unique in your business model in that you're, you're teaching based upon what you create as well. So share a little bit about what you're working on. Okay. Um, oh, dear. We've got the echo and I can't find my headphones. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I don't hear any clicking. I don't hear any clicking this time. Okay. We'll take our well, chances. Usually it's I'll fine. Draw the echo at my end. Okay. Um, I have, I've been doing lots of different art throughout my life. But this last year I've solidified into doing something um, which is called pointillism, but I am predominantly working in, well, either pastels or acrylics. So the type of art I'm doing is a very slow art. It takes a long time to create and in the process is extremely therapeutic. And for me, I'm going to sort of, I heard all the other questions, so I'm going to sort of weave a few things in here. Um, For me, um, I came across Marisa just after my, or my partner died in December and I spent two months fighting a long battle to bury him the way I wanted, which is on my property out in the bush. Um, So in February, like the end of February, I was sort of done doing all of that and sitting around going, what am I going to do with my life? And in March, I came across the Seller Piece of Art Week and I just went, 
no, I'm going to do this. <laughs> and I can remember emailing you and saying, is this really only $10? US <laughs> and no, it's kind of a steal. I shared your <laughs> testimonial that it was the best ten dollars that you ever that you ever spent. <laughs> which for me was nearly twenty dollars, but <laughs> yes. That's right. But I um I couldn't believe it. And what I also couldn't believe was they got a personal response from you and so quickly. It was like, okay, this is interesting. So I decided to do sell a piece of art and you had me there because I just felt that that was so beneficial to me that I wanted to join the expensive artists and keep on going. And for me, as I said, it was a really critical time in my life and I had this vague idea that I wanted to make art the way I earn my income for the rest of my life, having done many things before, but actually going about it you know, like I knew I'd have to build a website. I knew I knew some things, but um, joining Expensive Artists actually really clarified that for me, and it it turned it from being a bit of a wishy washy dream to it's a reality. It's I'm, I mean I'm not where I'm want to be yet. I've got plenty of goals still to achieve, but I'm really um, working along the way along the path to making this my full-time career for the rest of my life. So that was the art side of it. And then um, through this process, I had a bit of an idea that my style of art would be very beneficial for people who are also going through grief or stress or whatever. And um, with Marisa's guidance, I actually started thinking about creating a group of widows who could learn my style of art and we use it to, um, we, well, sorry, I run workshops twice a month and in this the widows get together and they learn how to paint in pointillism. I use acrylics because that's way easier than trying to teach them all pastels, plus it's um, a, an easier material to use and easily more easily available. Um, so I teach, I teach them pointillism and during this workshop, we talk. So we talk about how we're feeling. We talk about uh, our, our perspective on the world. We talk about our kids. We talk about what we had for lunch yesterday. You know, like we talk about all sorts of things, but it's just a really um, cathartic process, you know. And I have one major success story in my group who was a woman who was in quite a mess. Her husband had died only a month earlier than mine. She was struggling to get up every day and really, really battling life. And she hadn't picked up a pencil since she was in primary school. And she went from doing a fairly average, you know, what would you expect, little thing that we did in our first workshop, to now she's producing art that she's really happy to frame, put on the wall, and she's getting out there. I mean, we've got a dinner group. She actually lives in my local town, this lady. Um, but we've got a dinner group. She's getting out there. She's trying food she's never eaten in her life before. She's doing all sorts of things. And it's really turned her life around. Incredible. Yeah. So I'm, if I do nothing else but that one lady, I've. <laughs> you're, you're complete. <laughs> wow. Something. Yeah. Um, 
Now, my group is only very small still, and that's something that I'm working on in April and May this year is my big push to actually increase that group. And I am also looking at other things on my art side business because I, of course, want to run two businesses. I don't want to run one. And my art side side as well, I'm looking at various things to actually boost that. But with with the art business, um, I've gone from not, you know, like I never sold a painting for $300, which is probably, let's take a wild stab, you know, a bit under $200 US or something, at a guess. Um, I had never sold a painting more than, for more than that. And I um, last year I did two of these pointillism paintings in pastel, uh, both landscapes, and I hung them on the wall in a, in a local gallery on Tuesday morning and Tuesday afternoon, both of them sold together and they were 510 each. So that was a major jump for me in price. And they both sold the minute they were hung on the wall. So I was over the moon. <laughs> and my pricing has permanently changed. Yes. <laughs> we love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, as a result of those two, I actually got another three potentially four uh, commissions that that sort of flowed on from that. And so the end of last year, I was very busy. Um, I created all the commissions and they were sold, not for as much as they probably should have been, but um, I'm sort of getting up there. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, so anyway, it's been a bit of a ride the last 12 months with Marisa and I would not have been there. I wouldn't be where I am now and sort of got my sights firmly on some goals if it hadn't been for working with you. So <laughs> I'm I'm very grateful. And and like Una, you came on, you just appeared on my Facebook feed at just the right time. It couldn't have been a better time for me. I was just coming out of very traumatic time and looking for a direction and there you were. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you said yes, just like Una Uh and when Erwin saw his ad, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure he found me through an ad also, but then specifically for the mural, you know, it's like these ads, that's the good thing about the algorithm is it does show you what you want. So maybe, you know, we can all be appreciative and and paying attention to some of those things. It's so wonderful when it comes together like that and you you know, you're someone that is very self-directed and and trusting really, and you just, you take action. You're one of the fastest action takers I've seen. So it's no surprise that you've created what you've created. And not only one, like you said, you know, it's interesting how you define these as two different businesses because in essence, they, they sort of are, but of course there's crossover you know, in two business areas um, so quickly. I mean, I always emphasize this not to slow anybody down. I think there was a recent podcast and you can see a snippet of the podcast on my Instagram most recently about, it's like, you know, give everything three years to start really gaining momentum. And so often this is happening where momentum is happening within a year 
that didn't used to happen so quickly for people. And so it's very inspiring to see it come together um, in the way that it has. And, and your story about making a difference in that way is there's really nothing better. There's nothing better. It makes, just like you said, you know, if you reach one person, if I get to reach you and Una and Erwin and everyone who's joining us now, you know, in one way, I will get up and do this again tomorrow. Like hands down, I will be here tomorrow to know that I made a difference in that way. So I'm just really excited also to hear about how your supporting others going through such uh, what can be such a gosh, just such a difficult process and finding light within that process and connection and renewed hope. And, you know, I'm just so glad that you're doing this work, Tracy. And uh, so is Heidi. She said, you're so inspirational, Tracy. <laughs> so we just want to share Thank that God. with you. <laughs> I want to share that with you as well. And I'll just uh, tell you, the, the the big thing about widows is that absolutely no one else understands what you're going through, which is why I decided to focus on the area that I know. Yeah. Um, and it's really true. You cannot, you know, I mean, people can be empathetic to a degree, but they can't understand that your life has irretrievably changed and usually unexpectedly, you know, like even if, like, your partner's ill for a long time, you still don't expect it. And you don't you don't understand yourself until it happens. What what changes are going to happen in your life? And we we need each other to because we can't we cannot talk to anyone else openly and honestly about what's going on in our lives. And so we need each other from that perspective. And for me, I feel offering them something that and I think I want to call it a slow art movement. I'm thinking about a book called the slow art movement because it's you know it's one thing to create art quickly and whatever but slowing right down really really gives you some other benefits that you you don't get from painting I mean I can paint fast and I can do all sorts of things in different ways but this method is just so therapeutic and that's why I'm keen to share it well I imagine if we meet a year from now that that book will be underway (laughs) that is that's my prediction. <laughs> in, the, um, in in sort of a lead up to that, I'm not writing about that at all at the moment, but I've actually got myself a Substack um, account. Oh, yeah. and I'm, I'm writing on Substack. Right now I'm actually writing about my life and I've just done childhood and teenage years to start off with. Um, but my life has been pretty let's say there's been a lot of downs as well as ups. And so it's actually a good process for me. I'm, I'm building up to where I am now. And then from there, I'm going to take it. And But I'm, I'm uh, finessing the art of writing while I'm sort of going through a process of telling my story. So when I finish that, maybe I'll be ready to write this other book. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's how uh, my publisher found me was through my blog. So just by putting art out there, I wasn't trying to write a book. They just were like, hey, seems to be that seems like people are responding to what you're doing. Would you like to put together a book? And I was like, okay, sure. (laughs) Yes, I would. So we don't know. So tell us, uh, 
well, we'll come back around to make sure we get your Substack link as well. But, you know, in line with everyone else, what is guidance that you would share with someone who is either where you were a year ago or just, you know, at at a turning point in their artist journey? What would you share with them? Um, dearie me. Um, really, it's really think hard about what it is you'd like to be doing with your life because you only get one of them and it's, you know, it's a shame to spend your life doing things that uh, keep uh, keep you less than happy. Um, you know, you can enjoy, I enjoyed my careers or whatever, but they weren't my passion. And my passion had been sitting in the background since I was a teenager waiting to come out. Mm. So I would suggest, you know, grab the opportunity as soon as you can to change your life and do, you know, and do follow your passion. And um, as, you know, I mean, as we've all said, joining you with the expensive artists has, I mean, it didn't give me my passion. I had that all my life, but it gave me some direction and it, it enabled me to quickly move on to what I wanted to do, like the tips on building your website and, you know, doing all that sort of stuff. You know, there's so many, there's so much resource in the expansive artist. Um, But, and then the other part of it is the support from everybody else is just amazing. You know, like the, the community is great. And I mean, I have to get up very early in the morning for Marisa's sessions and that's actually really a good thing because it, you know, in the state of mind that I can be in, sometimes it's difficult to get out of bed. So having to be online at 6 o'clock in the morning to do something with Marisa kickstarts my day and gets me motivated and gets me being creative. So I, you know, I, can, I can just say if you're at that point in your life, grab it with both hands and join Marisa and come along with us all on the ride and expansive artists. I know it's going to be a fun ride. <laughs> it, is. it is. I'm joining the Red Dot Society. So I'm planning yeah. on upping the, uh, upping the yeah. ante. Yes, I know. It's going to be exciting to work with you this quarter as well. And, um, yeah, I really appreciate all you contribute um, to our community and share as well. I remember, I think those were the pieces when you posted them in the group and they sold for more than you anticipated and sold right away. It's like, you know, we all get excited with that. (laughs) I saw, I was randomly watching a segment this morning on American television and there was an author whose book had just been chosen by someone that has very big platform, big audience. And, um, her teacher was there like with a sign, like, congratulations. You know, it's like when, when, when an artist wins and sells work, we all win. Like we all, it just, it's, it's, I, you know, I've felt drawn to help Uh, without realizing that that's where my life was taking me. I just wanted to always encourage people uh, to follow their passion. And, you know, I always say, oh, it's so great when my, when art sells, there's nothing better. And now I get to add, like, there's nothing better when the expansive artist members sell work. And I'm like, yes, 
it's so great. Or they have some new insight or opening, you know, into what it is that, that they want to do and create with their life. And, you know, a hundred percent with, uh, Tracy, I've been experiencing lots of personal things in, in my family and just really realizing, you know, we have one day at a time and what are we here for? You know, let's make the most of this while we have the time and let's, let's not waste it. Let's not squander it. Let's not sit on fences for too long about decisions about what we love to do. It is a hundred percent worth going all in for. Uh, I've just been reminded of that and I'm so grateful that I did it. And I know even where I'm at, I can go in even more a hundred percent. I can give more. I maybe am 98%. I could give more um, to continue to lean into what I feel called to in life. So thank you for reminding us of that. Thank you for the work that you are doing. I would love for everyone to know where they can find you to uh, work with you, share your work with others who may feel drawn to working with you. Okay. um, The art side of, well, my art sales side of things is called Tracy's Colour My World, but because I'm Australian, it's C-O-L-O-U-R. Thank you for what I was about to say. Yes, colour. <laughs> it's T-R-A-C-E-Y-S-C-O-L-O-U-R-M-Y-W-O-R-L-D, and that's my Instagram, it's my Facebook, and it's .com for my website. I honestly can't tell you what my Substack is from the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> is it linked somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I've got a link tree. So okay, good. <laughs> on my link tree, it'll be on there this afternoon. <laughs> oh, can, can, okay, good. <laughs> um, because Substack is fairly recent, so I just have to make sure it is on there. I I love it. Yes, I've been thinking about a Substack myself. Um, so I'm curious to follow along and, you know, it's one of my shiny squirrel ideas. I got to reel it in, but so I love the, I love the Substack platform. And for anyone who doesn't know, you can grow to have a subscription there as well. So if you were going to have certain articles or I've thought about it for a special private podcast possibility, and I don't know, I just have some really dear friends who are doing great work on there also. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still on the free uh, subscription at the moment. I haven't got any paid um, content yet. Yeah. Um, so I thought after I've finished telling my little life story, then I might start opening a paid content subscription as well. Yes. For, um, probably more on the slow art movement or <laughs> and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's my idea there. But it's a great platform. I've only written two. Um, newsletters I think they call them I've only written two newsletters so far and I've got 37 followers just organically from you know just starting it up and and I think at that rate you know because I'm trying to write sort of as and when I can fit it in I don't try to write every week but I think if I've I've got 37 with two newsletters I'll I'll increase <laughs> <laughs> Quite rapidly, I think. Yes. <laughs> good. And, and they're not all people I know either. Oh, so. my gosh. You mean they're not friends and family? <laughs> no. no, they're not. So there, are, there are obviously some, but they're actually I hope in some ways I hope some of the family don't get on there. <laughs> 
I'm being very honest. <laughs> oh, no. oh my goodness. Well, get ready, Tracy. No. <laughs> some blowback from, <laughs> from my um, uh, from my writing. I think but, you can uh, handle it. I think you can handle it. <laughs> it's time. It's time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I thank you so much. I will let you get on to your uh, creative Tuesday. Well, no, creative Wednesday where you are. Um, and I thank you for joining me and sharing your story. It's wonderful to also get an update. And I can't wait to keep working with you and see where all of this goes next for you as well. Very exciting again. Thank you, Tracy. Bye, everybody. Thank you very much inspiring huh <laughs> I'm like oh I love uh being able to have these conversations and uh share them with you and I am going to uh stay on and cheers you again yay I have barely had any of my Prosecco it's a uh, celebratory time let me uh welcome so Nancy is in. Great to have you with us. I'm so excited. And Heidi, who had just um, shared her inspiration or thank Tracy for inspiration. Heidi's with us. So Heidi, you'll get to uh, you'll get to know Tracy even better. And it's wonderful to have you with us. So if you're here joining live, uh, don't hesitate to ask me your questions. I know I've also invited you to uh, leave me a video ask as well. So I'll be replying to those in a little bit. But some of the questions, and I, I was glad that Tracy addressed it as well. I, I so want to be able to have times that are available for you. I know um, Alina was asking about being in Taiwan and you know, we have Cornelia who is over in Europe. As you see, we certainly will mix up times here and there, but as you see, it's just a reminder that if you can just carve it out once, once a month, or, you know, use it as an opportunity to work on something a little later that day or get up extra early and create from that place, you know, these are if you feel that the expansive artist is going to help you, if I can help you, then it's worth it. It's worth it to make the time to, to participate. And at the same time, with the way we have the expansive artist structured, you always can put your questions in advance for our monthly Q&A. And you can also see the replays. You'll see a lot of the replays as soon as you join. We have our incredible library that is waiting for you. And we'll certainly, you know, as we grow, we'll certainly uh, keep in mind times that might be able to be a little bit more accommodating. Um, some of it is also for me and my schedule. I talk a lot about setting your own energy boundaries and also choosing times to participate in areas of your business where your energy feels the strongest. And so I can tell you there won't be any 8 or 6 a.m. calls on my end morning. I need a minute to ease into the day. But afternoon, evening, I start to uh, come alive and 
end. Uh, so, you know, we, we do our best to accommodate different schedules and it's worth it to come and be a part of what we have to offer. And another question, I was looking at some of the questions that just came in today. Oh yes. If you're getting, uh, caught up on sell a piece of art and you feel like, oh, well, I don't know if I can jump in yet because I didn't finish sell a piece of art. You are of course welcome. Jump, jump in. Sell a piece of art is meant to be like a little of a springboard to get you acquainted with me and my teaching style and, and the overall artful selling practice and framework that I've developed with which everything kind of stems from that. And it doesn't take you long to review those videos. You'll hear me reference it. Basically, you can get started at any point and it is no reason to not jump into this opportunity now. And I did, if you were with me on the Monday Masterclass, we talked about three mistakes to avoid on social media. I did make the replay available for that. It'll That replay will just be... Um, for the next couple of days. If you need that replay or you didn't get it in one of the emails, just write to us at support at creativethursday.com. And don't forget, I always encourage this, you can speed up the videos. I don't know why in all my education, I forgot that on replay, you can speed it up. Now with some teachers who talk really fast, I cannot speed it up, but most of us are being very uh, thoughtful and methodical about what we're sharing and wanting to articulate it in a way that's going to be efficient and make sense for you and, and uh, be clear for you. And so I take a little bit more time speaking when I'm teaching. And therefore you can speed me up to about 1.75, two point, you can take me all the way, which cuts down on listening time. And so you can get caught up very quick. And so I encourage you, uh, you know, when these, when these thoughts come up, oh, I don't know if I'm ready, please reach out. If, you know, very rarely in, a situation are you not ready the expansive artist is ready for you as soon as you're ready for it meaning you're ready to say yes to that next stage of your artist dream because we have something for everyone at all of the stages i don't know if you've had a chance yet to take the quiz on the success path to help you determine where you are on the artist success path but it comes together quickly once you know where you're at on the journey and we can start to point you in a direction of where you want to focus. And there are five stages on that journey. And, you know, part of what I end up doing as a mentor is creating opportunity and growing the membership in a way to support you, even if you are further along on that journey, which reminds me, <laughs> I want to encourage you to think about joining us in the Red Dot Society as well, which now officially includes the Expansive Artist membership and is a quarterly group coaching. So if you want a deep dive right from the start, have me involved in knowing you uh, better and certainly knowing your business better and having more of an intimate 
container, so to speak, a little bit higher touch, more personalized part of the journey, you get to be part of the expansive artists and come with us in this group of 20. And there are still just a couple of spots available for that if you're thinking about it. And if you jump in and you realize that you would like to upgrade to Red Dot Society, just reach out to us if there are spots available. We'll certainly open that up to you. We start our first call for the Red Dot Society is April 12th, which is a Wednesday. And our kickoff call for the Expansive Artists is this Thursday. So just in a couple of days, I'll rest my voice tomorrow. I won't, I won't do any more talking tomorrow. And then I will be with you on Thursday for a kickoff call for our new members. There will also be, I might be doing more talking. I have a lesson I'm putting together for you that will be pre-recorded this month for the Artful Selling Tip. And so I'll be sharing that with you on Thursday as well. And what else? Let's see, what else can I answer for you? Oh yes, another question came in about are the three implementation workshops available for monthly or annual? And just to clarify, those are for annual members who are joining. And what are those workshops? One is a 30 days of social media marketing content that will be, it, that one will be a little bit more training focused because I really want to step you through a calendar that I'm creating for you that you can apply to your own art business. And also the goal in creating that for you is that you can repeat those marketing strategies again and again, especially on the days where you might be like, what do I want to say today? What am I focusing on? I just continually am wanting to create more tools and opportunities and resources for you to, if you saw an earlier email today, you know, to really give you more time back to make your art. That is our goal because that's your strength. So how can we help you build this business, whether it's part-time or full-time to support, you know, what it is that you want in your life and to support more time for you to make your art. And so if we offer more resources for you to speed things up and to make less of that, you know, reduce the friction and what you have to think about to create and share, share suggestions, ideas, resources with you that we know work, then that's a pretty great thing. And I say this from someone who wishes, who wishes it existed. When I started, it was a very different time. <laughs> so yes, Heidi says, uh, just looking forward to that marketing calendar. <laughs> me too, Heidi, me too. I've been working on it in my mind and percolating, um, collecting how I want to lay it out for you or gathering ideas around how I want to structure it for you. And I'm really excited about it. Um, a number of our members who spoke today were also, you know, have um, taken Artful Selling with me or have worked with me in the Red Dot Society. And all of these opportunities just help you go a little bit deeper on what it is that you, well, first getting clarity on what it is that you want. Um, when you're in the membership, mm -hmm. Heidi, I really recommend looking at the Profitable Artist Plan. If you haven't gone through that with me, that's gonna help give you a head start about that clarity that Erwin was talking about 
that he's gained, you know, and being able to look at the choices in your business, including investing in your education and how, you know, how and when you're going to focus your energy on that, what projects to say yes to, what areas of your business to focus on in this moment or for this quarter, the Profitable Artist Plan is is great to review. So when you log in and you're like, where should I start? I really recommend that you start there. So that is good. So yes, the implementation workshops, marketing calendar that I was just talking about, there's going to be one on building and growing and nurturing your email list. And then there's one on the um, having your shop you know, sort of a done with you where we're going to support you and helping you get your shop up. Regardless of the platform, I certainly always end up recommending Shopify, but a lot of our members use different platforms and um, Nico and I have experience in different platforms. And so we want to support you so that that doesn't become any, any resistance to getting your work out there and beginning to demonstrate yourself, you know, to be a professional artist. I did talk about this in the masterclass yesterday where I said, it's important that you start out as a pro from the start. And a lot of what begins to evolve for you and come together has to do with that mindset. And, you know, treating this as not a hobby, not a side gig, not something that you're just going to dip your toe in when it's convenient for you, but really treating this as something that you're dedicated to. And as I say that, you know, at your own pace, there's so many subtleties in how we communicate what this journey is, how to grow as an artist. I always have to make a point of being, uh, making a distinction around those subtleties because it's, it's not that you're trying to squeeze everything in everywhere. That's not the attitude that you want to be approaching this journey with. It's more that you are being very uh, deliberate about your choices and you'll know what those choices are when you start to get more clarity around what you want out of this journey and what you can legitimately give in terms of timing and the pace that you can go. So we always emphasize as well, this is not a race, no race. That's why within Sell a Piece of Art, we don't we don't award contestants for selling work because the art journey is its own unique timeline as well. And we also celebrate Sharon Paley, who sold work because she decided to start creating smaller pieces just this week. And it's amazing. Uh, Imagine, you know, you can start to have one. It's a beautiful example of having one shift in strategy or approach that can really open an entirely new door for you. And a lot of times we come to this clarity, we come to these next steps because we've tried one one part of the journey. And so it's always evolving. And even listening to Una and Erwin and Tracy today, you know, part of the reason that I love that we're an ongoing community versus a course is that we are always this living, breathing, evolving community. And, you know, 
like I said, we might have a conversation about murals, a panel one day about murals and applying for grants, something that we really want to talk about more. And we might uh, have a conversation about having a Substack and what that would do for you or a Patreon. You know, there are always new tools that are coming to the scene. And the beauty of being part of a community like this is that everybody has a little bit of a different experience. You know, I'm pretty proud of the fact that I have a very diverse experience and I've done a lot of things, but I haven't done all the things. And so being able to be in contact with artists who are exploring other avenues within the online space is really exciting and you know, as part of that whole concept of we don't need to do this alone. We don't need to make things harder. Uh, we don't need to make things hard. How about that? I was going to say harder than they need to be. You know, it, we don't. We can we can make things a lot easier for ourselves, be gentler on this journey, and uh, really make progress at the pace that we want. But I I say this emphatically, that does not happen in a vacuum in your studio by yourself. And, you know, more often than not, one of the greatest benefits I hear from our members is being a part of the community that we've created. So all the resources, all the tools, all the trainings, things that we bring to you, like in May, we're going to be having a guest speaker. I know we're going to be um, touching upon some concepts around our mental wellness as artists. And uh, I'm excited for that conversation. So we we really address all areas of this creative business journey. But within, within uh, that, all the different things that we offer, very often it's the touch point of having a place you know you can go to where someone's going to celebrate your wins you know, unfortunately, sometimes uh, not everyone celebrates those with us. Not everyone's always cheering with us. I don't know why. I don't understand that. I won't get into human dynamics now. But sometimes, you know, people just aren't there for us in that way as much as we'd like for them to be or as much as even they'd like for them uh, to be. And so being with people who celebrate with you, who then also understand the very specific challenges that you're going through, that is really invaluable. And it's most invaluable on those days where you might walk away and, and want to quit and you will have someone as a touch point to say, are you sure that's what you want to do? Are you sure this isn't a day that you might just want to take a pause and catch your breath for a second, even a few days a week, and then come back and reconnect and remember why you're why you've chosen this journey and what it is that you hope to get from it going forward? Yes, yeah, Heidi, we saw that you uh, jumped in today. Did you all see I made? Uh, and she says yes. Looking forward to both email list and shop setup. Yay. I am too. <laughs> I have a lot in the works for you this summer. Um, I made you all an illustration. <laughs> I made you. I made you an illustration. I'll be adding uh, Nancy's name to it as well. I'll be adding names and I dropped it in our sell a piece of art group and I'm going to be putting it on my reels um, this afternoon as well. So what other 
questions can I answer for you? If you are on the fence, I know uh, Nico maybe can drop the link into the video ask channel so you can send me a note uh, there as well. And uh, one more celebratory beverage, <laughs> one more celebratory cheers beverage for you all. What a beautiful week to be with you. I've, I've met so many incredible new artists. I met a lot of you from Sketchbook Revival, which has been so great from our friend and um, expansive artist member. Karen was one of our early expansive artist members and she founded Sketchbook Revival. And uh, we knew each other before that. She actually was sharing that she first met me by finding my book in a bookstore. So it wasn't a Facebook ad, it wasn't running ads yet, but she found it, I think, pretty close to when it was published in 2012. And She's been a really lovely supporter of Creative Thursday and my art. And then uh, she was also in the Red Dot Society with us for a couple of sessions. And she's created this beautiful event, which full circle has brought me in contact with a lot of new artist friends that I know I'll have the opportunity to stay connected with. And I hope uh, that we'll get to continue working together in the expansive artists and just checking to see any other questions we've talked about you know if any part of you is not sure if you're ready or if you're if you don't have enough art together if you're ready to sell you don't have your shop that's what we help you to do we help you to get ready so if you're at the very, very beginning stages, you are 100% right for the expansive artist. And if you are more established and looking for support and higher levels of support and opportunities, like I've touched upon briefly about what we're starting to roll out with virtual assistant support opportunities, we're here to help you there as well. And, you know, if you're working full-time, we have a number of artists that are working full-time doing this on the side to have it grow. Because, you know, as much as I'd like to say, it's like an instant, I can put your dreams in a microwave, turn it on for 30 seconds, open it, your dreams come out fully formed. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's not quite. And you don't want me to microwave your journey uh, make it go faster. Yes. And that we can do, as you heard from everyone today, it's all gone quicker than where they were before they joined. And now where it is that a lot can happen in a year, a lot can happen in six months, even a quarter, but you want to enjoy it. If I can share one thing with you today, it's this, and that is don't rush the process. You know, it's pretty special to be at any stage of this journey. Like really special. And I know that specifically because I've been feeling a little nostalgic myself, as you know, if I shared you, shared with you and sell a piece of art, some of my high school uh, artopoly drawings that I was making or little watercolors I made. It's so special to really be present for every stage of this journey and to appreciate it as it's unfolding it's, there's, it's just, it's just great. It's great. And so I remind you to not rush that. 
and be present to it. So if you're thinking about joining us, be really present to what that feels like. What's that feel like? You know, being on the verge of, you know, something exciting is coming. You know that by saying yes, this is you saying yes to you more than it is to us or being part of the community. It's you saying yes to you first. That's what every investment is in our business. It's that it's it's reaffirming our faith in us. It's reaffirming our trust in what's possible for us because we're actually investing in that. And that's why it's so important that we do that time and time again, because we'll always be growing and we want to make that investment in ourselves and say, okay, you know, I believe that I'm going to make this investment back. No, if you sold a couple originals, like Tracy was sharing with us, you have more than paid for an entire year in the expanse of artists. And how many times I have countless notes from our members, I saved them all. I've shared some of them with you in emails, you know, where people have actually said, I raised my prices, I sold it. They weren't raising their prices before they were with us and had that sort of assurance and reminder and were basing prices off of something a little bit more solid and grounded than just pulling numbers out of thin air you actually know why you're pricing it the way that you are and how satisfying that is to have that happen. When you raise your prices and someone buys your work, that's also, there's nothing better because it feels very right. It feels like, oh my goodness, yes, I'm being valued for the work that I am doing. And at the end of the day, we all deserve that. Regardless of whether we're artists or we're working in a different career, we all deserve that. And we want to be part of that conversation. And we want to be part of that example. So people would start to look at us, like imagine kids looking at us and saying, instead of my experience going, oh, I don't know if I can make a living with that, uh, saying, oh my goodness, I can't wait to be an artist because look at the living that they make. How amazing would that be to have that be the conversation? I'm sure that it is happening in certain circles. I am certain of it and we will continue to have it here as well. But this is where we're going. And so if any part of you is worried that you won't use what you are purchasing, if you get one big idea out of this experience, it's worth it. If you raise your prices and the repercussions of that are something that you are able to benefit from for your lifetime, that's pretty valuable, don't you think? And when you are in the expansive artists, I know we touched upon pricing and sell a piece of art, but there is a specific lesson to go deeper that has the uh, attachment of a link to a calculator that you can make a copy of and you can then put your numbers in and you know, work through what it is that you want to price your unique work at because your work is different from my work, is different from Tracy's. Pointillism is very different than me putting uh, an abstract on a small panel, perhaps, uh, versus hyper-realism that another member might be working on. It's all very uh, different. And so you want to be very specific about how you are pricing specific, your originals 
um, specifically, I said it twice, specific, specific. You don't want to just be guessing on this one. And these are foundational pieces of growing as an artist and growing your business that can forever change the trajectory of how you grow from here. So to me, of course, that's with my hindsight, my knowledge, what I went through the hard way, it's invaluable. It's invaluable. And that's just one example. It's not about using every single thing and being present for every single call. Of course, you are welcome to do that, but I would encourage you to be focusing a large part of that energy on making your art and coming in to connect with us and, uh, you know, accessing different lessons and trainings or attending calls that are going to be useful for you. The power hour is probably one of the most useful because we are coming together to work together because it's not about consuming more. It's about actually doing those next steps and not having to do that alone makes a huge difference. You know, having people alongside you on the journey and yes, you can, uh, I know that annual implementation workshops are super juicy and they are, and they, one of those would be worth the entire, um, annual fee, the, the level of, uh, depth and work that we're doing, that would be the entire annual fee, just one. So it's also a really, it's a really nice bundle for you. And if you are uncertain, you can, Join us for a month and see how that goes. You are always welcome to upgrade to annual and uh, join us there as well. So there's lots of options for you. Don't forget again about the Red Dot Society. Um, I can't emphasize enough what a really special opportunity this is. So if you're thinking about that, you have any questions, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm very excited about what we're going to create together within the Red Dot Society, which is also now part of the Expansive Artists. And so I look forward to supporting you. And uh, let's see, I'm just checking to see if there's any messages. Um, Okay, great. And I don't see anything coming in from Nico. I'm checking, I'm checking on the phone. So I think just looking through the list that we've covered the questions so far, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Truly. Um, I know that we'll be able to help you and, uh, I can't do the work for you, right? I can't join for you, nor would I want to, I will ask that you meet me halfway, but I certainly, uh, hope that you just say yes to your dream, say yes to your dream, say yes to it over and over and over again, because that's what you'll do. There'll always be a new level of that dream that you are saying yes to. And, you know, I get so excited when I think about that because I had to sit down and make that art today for you, my new members, um, because I have all this, I have all this creativity that is percolating in me. I had hoped to make an egg every day and that just did not happen. When Tracy was talking about uh, the education business and the art business, they are different animals sometimes and they require different parts of my creative brain. And so I'm really welcoming an opportunity to focus on my art. That's sort of how I do it is uh, 
sometimes the focus is on education and then creating more space to come back to the art so that I too can stay connected to what drives all of this, right? And that's me staying connected to my creativity, to my art making, sharing that with you, and then sharing what I learned on that journey because I'm learning in that process as well. And um, connecting, connecting the dots for you as I figure things out in this online space continually, even with all my experience that I have, it's there's always more to learn and do. And so until then, though, it's beautiful uh, Tuesday afternoon here in Los Angeles. So I'm going to sign off from today's live. I think technically we'll have everything here for you. And I will look forward to welcoming you in the expansive artists as will Pepita. Oh, <laughs> she's so cute. She's so cute. Uh, fast asleep in her, her nap state over there. We will be welcoming you and we'll see you inside. And then you have until, is it, I'm always uh, eight, eight hours, nine hours, nine hours uh, from right now to join us. It's going to go fast. If you have questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. We'll be happy to help you uh, answer those questions, make a decision that feels right for you and we'll support you. All right. Thank you so much for, uh, thank you again to uh, Erwin and Una and Tracy who joined us today. It's really inspiring to hear their stories and where they're headed next on their art journey. Thank you for joining me live. Welcome again to all of our new members. I will be adding your names to the illustration <laughs> as we go and I'll uh, see you soon. Bye everyone. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.